Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you are well and enjoying a wonderful and blessed day. Now, today we are going to be reading from Ezekiel chapters 13 to 15 in the Old Testament and then over into Hebrews in the New Testament chapters 11 and it's verses 20 to 40. And if it's the first time that you've joined us, a very warm welcome. Make sure you start on day one, though, rather than day 320, and you'll always get a new podcast or a video ready for you. And thanks very much again for all of you who've been watching on YouTube. We've got a new design there with some nice background pictures, and I'm not in it at all, just just my voice, um, just to, uh, to let you hear the word of God. So let's get started with the word from Ezekiel chapters 13 through to 15. False prophets condemned. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are now prophesying. Say to those who prophesy out of their own imagination, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Your prophets, Israel, are like jackals among ruins. You have not gone up to the breaches in the wall to repair it for the people of Israel so that it will stand firm in the battle on the day of the Lord. Their visions are false and their divinations a lie. Even though the Lord has not sent them, they say the Lord declares and expect him to fulfill their words. Have you not seen false visions and uttered lying divinations when you say the Lord declares, though I have not spoken? Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Because of your false words and lying visions, I am against you, declares the Sovereign Lord. My hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and utter lying divinations. They will not belong to the council of my people or be listed in the records of Israel, nor will they enter the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Sovereign Lord. Because they lead my people astray, saying, Peace, when there is no peace. And because when a flimsy wall is built, they cover it with whitewash. Therefore, tell those who cover it with whitewash that it is going to fall. Rain will come in torrents, and I will send hailstones hurtling down, and violent winds will burst forth. When the wall collapses, will people not ask you, where is the whitewash you covered it with? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, In my wrath I will unleash a violent wind, and in my anger hailstones and torrents of rain will fall with destructive fury. I will tear down the wall you have covered with whitewash and will level it to the ground so that its foundation will be laid bare. When it falls, you will be destroyed in it and you will know that I am the Lord. So I will pour out my wrath against the wall and against those who covered it with whitewash. I will say to you, the wall is gone and so are those who whitewashed it. Those prophets of Israel who prophesied to Jerusalem and saw visions of peace for her when there was no peace declares the Sovereign Lord. Now, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who prophesy out of their own imagination. Prophesy against them and say, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, woe to the women who sew magic charms on all their wrists and make veils of various lengths to their heads in order to ensnare people. Will you ensnare the lives of my people but preserve your own? You have profaned me among my people for a few handfuls of barley and scraps of bread. By lying to my people who listen to lies, you have killed those who should have not died and have spared those who should not live. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. 
I am against your magic charms with which you ensnare people like birds, and I will tear them from your arms. I will set free the people that you ensnare like birds. I will tear off your veils and save my people from your hands, and they will no longer fall prey to your power. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Because you disheartened the righteous with your lies, when I had brought them no grief, and because you encouraged the wicked not to turn from their evil ways and so save their lives. Therefore, you will no longer see false visions or practice divination. I will save my people from your hands, and then you will know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 14. Idolaters condemned. Some of the elders of Israel came to me and sat down in front of me. Then the world, the words heard, the went, then the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, these men have set up idols in their hearts and put wicked stumbling blocks before their faces. Should I let them inquire of me at all? Therefore speak to them and tell them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. When any of the Israelites set up idols in their hearts and put a wicked stumbling block before their faces and then go to a prophet, I, the Lord, will answer them myself in keeping with their great idolatry. I will do this to recapture the hearts of the people of Israel who have all deserted me for their idols. Therefore, say to the people of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Repent, turn from your idols and renounce all your detestable practices. When any of the Israelites or any foreigner residing in Israel separate themselves from me and set up idols in their hearts and put a wicked stumbling block before their faces and then go to a prophet to inquire of me, I, the Lord, will answer them myself. I will set my face against them and make them an example of a byword. I will remove them from my people. Then you will know that I am the Lord. And if the prophet is enticed to utter a prophecy, I, the Lord, have enticed that prophet, and I will stretch out my hand against him and destroy him from among my people Israel. They will bear the guilt. The prophet will be as guilty as the one who consults him. Then the people of Israel will no longer stray from me, nor will they defile themselves any more with all their sins. They will be my people, and I will be their God, declares the Sovereign Lord. Jerusalem's Judgment Inescapable The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, if a country sins against me by being unfaithful, and I stretch out my hand against it to cut off its food supply and send famine upon it, and it kills its people and their animals, even these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it. They could save only themselves by their righteousness, declares the Sovereign Lord. Or if I send wild beasts through that country, and they leave it childless, and it becomes desolate, so that no one can pass through it because of the beasts, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, even if these three men were in it, they could not save their own sons or daughters. They alone would be saved, but the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword against that country and say, Let the sword pass throughout the land, and I kill its people and their animals, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, even if these three men were in it, they could not save their own sons or daughters, they alone would be saved. Or if I send a plague into that land, and pour out my wrath on it through bloodshed, killing its people and their animals, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, even if Noah, Daniel and Job were in it. They could save neither son nor daughter. They would save only themselves by their righteousness. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says. How much worse will it be when I send against Jerusalem my four dreadful judgments, 
sword and famine and wild beasts and plague, to kill its men and their animals. Yet there will be some survivors, sons and daughters, who will be brought out of it. They will come to you, and when you see their conduct and their actions, you will be consoled regarding the disaster I have brought on Jerusalem. Every disaster I have brought on it. You will be consoled when you see their conduct and their actions, for you will know that I have done nothing in it without cause, declares the Sovereign Lord. Ezekiel chapter 15 Jerusalem as a useless vine The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, how is the wood of a vine different from that of a branch from any of the trees in the forest? Is wood ever taken from it to make anything useful? Do they make pegs from it to hang things on? And after it is thrown on the fire as fuel, and the fire burns both ends and chars the middle, is it then useful for anything? If it was not useful for anything when it was whole, how much less can be made into something useful when the fire has burned it and it is charred? Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says, As I have given the wood of the vine among the trees of the forest as fuel for the fire, so will I treat the people living in Jerusalem. I will set my face against them. Although they have come out of the fire, the fire will yet consume them. And when I set my face against them, you will know that I am the Lord. I will make the land desolate because they have been unfaithful, declares the Sovereign Lord. Amen. And now we will go into Hebrews. Let's see. And it is chapter 11. And it's verse 20 to 40. Here we are. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Jacob when he was dying, blessed each other, blessed each of Joseph's sons, and worshipped as he learned on top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when his end was near, spoke about the exodus of the Israelites from Egypt, and gave instructions concerning the burial of his bones. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born, because they saw he was no ordinary child, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter, he chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt, because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the application of blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as they on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after the army had marched around them for seven days. By faith, the prostitute Rahab, because she welcomed the spies, was not killed with those who were disobedient. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell about Gideon, Barak, Samson and Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength and who became powerful in battle and routed, routed foreign armies. 
Women received back their dead, raised to life again. There were others who were tortured, refusing to be released so that they might gain an even better resurrection. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. They were put to death by stoning. They were sawed in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted and mistreated. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains, living in caves and in holes in the ground. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. Amen. There we are. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this time together. Lord, we pray that we would be able to remain faithful. Lord, we immediately repent, Lord, sincerely and truly of anything, Lord, the things that we have done wrong. We ask, Lord, that you would take them from us. Help us, Lord, to turn away from those things that are wrong and to look to you for everything that we need, for everything, Lord, for everything in life that we know comes from you. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. We thank you, Jesus, for everything, Lord, for our families, our children, Lord, even for the government, even when we might disagree with it, Lord. But we know that, Lord, you answer our prayers. You give us hope when it seems like there is none. You help provide for us food and water and a roof over our heads. And, Lord, we pray for all those who are sick and who need healing. We ask, Lord, that you would heal them now. They would feel the heat over their bodies of the hand of the Lord, God Almighty, upon them. And Lord, for those watching and listening who have not yet given their lives to you, we ask, Lord Jesus, help them now in this time to turn away from the ways of the world and to give their hearts to you, Lord Jesus. We give everything that we are to you. Nothing is hidden. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you died on the cross for our sins so that we could be made anew, our sins forgiven, that everything washed clean, a new life in you, Lord Jesus, to experience life in its fullness. And we give everything that we are to you, heart, mind, body, and soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you very much for your time today and for taking the time to listen or watch the video or listen to the podcast. May God bless you. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. It's a pleasure to do these readings. And I'll be back very soon with many more. Take care and may God bless you. Bye just now.